0: Howdy, good day, and welcome to another episode of the show. This micro show is about the thing that we all don't like to talk about, which is sharing and promoting our work. doesn't matter what this work is, any creative work, whether you're building a business, writing a symphony, uh, writing a book, performing a play, the sharing cycle is very important. And some will tell you, I'm not one of these people, but some will, that simply doing the work is enough. However... I'm one of the people that believe that sharing and promoting your work aren't simply marketing, right? These are actually profoundly nourishing and necessary functions of your creativity. Now, the purists, maybe your art teacher back in uh, college, they might not think that. But I believe that these functions are a way of showing yourself, demonstrating to you that what you make you value, that you value your own work. Now, in fact, I think there's this lovely circular flow. I did a little diagram of this in my book, Creative Calling, that you'll find in the life of any healthy and productive creative person. And this this cycle, it starts with creating, it goes to sharing, then it goes to promoting what you've shared, which then in turn cultivates community and brings you back to creating again. Now, in all the research that I did leading up to creative calling, my experience, having basically known creativity as the only, it's only career I've ever had as a professional creator. That plus the research points to the fact that the most prolific, successful, I would say prominent and even fulfilled professional creators that I've come across, they're always constantly working their way around this loop. Now, sometimes they're even doing lots of loops Concurrently with all kinds of different projects. Sure, maybe they skip a step here and there, but in its underclothes, the most prolific, successful, and prominent professional creators have a system and it looks like that. Let's create, share, promote, cultivate, and grow your community, and create again. Now, let's be clear. Let's dive into what I mean when I talk about sharing. There's more to sharing than just pressing. Send on an email to your email list or, or there's more to it than just making an Instagram post, right? Promoting and cultivating community are active, hands-on processes. All of these things are likely as consuming as making the work itself can be. And that is a little bit of a mind warp for some people, right? You're like, wait a minute, this is all about my creativity. It's true. But hear me out. You can spend years making a masterpiece. And if the promotional effort around that masterpiece is not commensurate with the masterpiece you have created, if it's not scheduled carefully, if it's not thought through, then you will likely not build the momentum that you could have. Over time, you are going to learn how to make the mental and emotional transition to promoting. But the only way you're going to do that is through practicing it, right? If you're a person that says, hey, I made this thing. It's so good. The work needs to stand by itself. It's fiction. That's not real, folks. It takes practice. The nice thing is about practice that once you begin to promote and or share your work, you can start to think of yourself as assisting people who might otherwise not have been helped or inspired by your work. You're helping them become familiar with your work, become familiar with your ideas, connect with what it is you've made rather than some pitch on a product, right? Think of yourself as a guide. Think of yourself as I need to be effective at helping others discover the important work that I've done. With that mindset shift, you will become more effective when you feel less wrapped up in your work such that you are willing to make this work, put it out there in the world, point other people to it, help them see and connect with it. You start being less attached to the outcome, which is valuable in and of itself. Now, everyone does this, right? No matter how famous or successful, nobody gets to bow out of sharing after they create. Think about that. The professional creators that you know, respect, appreciate, whether these are performers, musicians, or, or actors, whether these are entrepreneurs, nobody gets to bow out of the sharing phase. A feature film does not you know, get considered done on opening night. Nobody on that film is just sitting back and putting their feet up at hope it works, right? Look at the celebrity actors. As charmed as their lives might be, they are actually still working, right? They spend months before shooting to get into, you know, HD ready physical condition, right? They spend months on a grueling film shoot. Then you see them back at work on opening night doing a media tour, using their social channels to drive engagement, making posts about it. They do all kinds of special interviews. They do podcasts. They do all sorts of features that paralleled the release of their film, whatever it takes to support the hard work that they invested in the film in the first place, right? This is contrary to popular belief. I will argue this actually honors the work that you have done, even if you do not think it is your best work because we are after all so hard on ourselves and harder on ourselves than most other people in the world are. This process of sharing and or promoting the work that you have completed is itself a creative act. It honors the work. I'm here today to give you permission that you are able right now in this moment, you can celebrate the work that you have completed while remaining authentic to your identity as a creator. In fact, they go hand in hand. Tell me I'm the first person to tell you this. I wouldn't be surprised because this is so antithetical to most of the drama in our culture. I just went to a great book talk last night. A dear friend of mine, uh, Chris Gillabo, he's been on the podcast before. He's got a new book out called Gonzo Capitalism. And at Chris's book talk, he says this realization because he started a podcast that parallels a lot of the work he does about um, you know, building new interesting businesses and a lot of experimentation in the entrepreneur space. He introduced, he brought ads into his podcast and he was just so shameful. He was constantly making excuses and, and um, explaining away, okay, no, sorry, we're going to have a read for this, this ad script in the middle of my podcast here. And he was apologizing. He found himself apologizing. And he told this story last night that he said, you know what? When he started, went back on book tour, people started saying, hey, by the way, that ad that you introduced us to for that product in your podcast really helped change my business. And it was a light bulb moment for Chris. He was like, wait a minute. This is, I am, am I am am I selling out? What am I doing? No. This promotion, the idea that you're there to help make money and help have enough money such that you can do more work and get that work out in the world. That cycle was a positive. Right? He realized that he was honoring his work when he was pairing it with advertising. It sometimes helped. Not all the time. That's fair. But what I'm here to do is to help you understand the conditioning that is required to get in this cycle of creating work, putting it out there in the world, promoting it and that you are able to do that and stay authentic to your identity as a creator. Let's talk about your favorite band for example, right? The show that they performed in your hometown last week or last summer or whenever the last time you saw them, that actually is a promotion to help them sell copies of their latest album. And the album If you think about it, that's recorded music. It is supposed to be a recording of a live performance. So the album is a tribute to the performance that they did, even if they did it in the studio and no one was watching. These things are both promotions, right? It's interesting when you view that through this lens to see how simple and acceptable promotion becomes. Sure, we love our rock stars, right? From the stage, they are loving their art and sharing it with you, right? If you think about it that way. If they were so authentic they would just perform this in a dark room by themselves we got to get out of that mode right rock stars are from the stage loving their art enough that they were wanting to share it with you they are promoting it regardless of this medium the same opportunity is there for you yeah It's convenient that music has this element of performance to it that might be maybe less obvious or a little bit more confounding or a little bit more of a head scratch than some other creative crafts. But there's no reason you can't adopt the same mentality when it comes time to share whatever it is that you've made. Sure, you know, if you're a creator who gets all of the value that you want from creating in your studio, if the creative process in and of itself is enough for you, I want to allow for that to be true then yes, this cycle of sharing, it may not be for you. And I, I want to allow space for that to be true. No judgment for me. But I think this is actually the exception rather than the rule. And we've been trained otherwise. No more. No mas. Publicly celebrating your work is a lively, helpful, winning, beneficial part of the creative process. Don't let anybody tell you otherwise. In fact, I'm going to argue that the greatest artists achieved their greatness in part because they spent time and energy inviting you to experience their work, right? The effort required to spread the message in our work is an extension of the work, and it's also a really important factor in our growth and development as creators. Let's be real, right? Talking about our work, explaining it, navigating questions about it, standing next to it so the world can understand that this is something that a person, a human being created. It can be all understood as an act that helps you understand the work better than if you had just set it on a shelf and walked away and said, here world, this is for you. That's a myth. It's not real. Now, the desire to drive attention to your work can be fed by the love that you have for it. This is also a fact, right? In the same way that we have to learn to love and be kind to ourselves in a world that is often confusing, we also need to learn to love what we make. It's healthy. It's helpful. Now, of course, this is, this is not sort of absolve you from seeing things you might want to do better next time or from that, that feeling of, oh, I could have done this a little different or I wish I would have done that. That feeling never goes away. So let's just chalk that up. It always it also strikes me right now as I record this podcast for you, right? What, what are they going to think about this? Am I, you know, going out on a limb here? I don't think I am. I thought about this enough. I've seen it, experienced it, done the research. I've put in the time. I now see this effort making this podcast right now, or effort that I've put into promoting, you know, past things, whether these are films that I've created or videos or books or whatever. I see all of these as signs that I'm still engaged and growing as a creator. And I think that's healthy. So regardless of you, your project, your process, I would like you this week and ideally carrying forward that you understand how essential it is to cultivate a love for what you've made, to recognize it, in the value that it is in making it for you and the value that it has for others. If someone watches your film and they, they feel a new set of feelings, if they read your book and, and learn a new set of ideas, that is valuable to them. And if all of the things that I'm saying right here today, if they grate at you like nails on a chalkboard, I understand you might be one of those rare ducks It just creates for the sake of creating. That's enough. You don't want to do anything else beyond that. The fact that you just wanted to touch the art, make it with your own hands, and then set it on a shelf for no one ever to see. I get it. It is possible that you are in that insanely small minority of people. But even if you do categorize yourself there, what if you broke out of that and tried thinking of that sharing cycle that I shared earlier as beneficial as part of the process, I think you would grow. Or alternatively, if the things I'm saying are still that sort of fingernails on the chalkboard for you, I would say you're not feeling it. I would say for 99% of you, this might be a sign to recalibrate. And by recalibrate, I mean reorient, like why am I doing this? What work am I creating? And am I creating in the right space, in the right medium? Start to create new and more stuff. I think it would be a good time to to, go back and reread Creative Calling. Go to chapter one. Go to the beginning and start over. Because I believe that when you're properly oriented to your creative impulses and to the work that you're putting out in the world, Once you're making the work that you were born to make, this resistance ought to start to fade into the background. Trust me on this one. And until next time, I hope you have an amazing day. And I bid you adieu. All right. Hey, before you go, thanks so much for listening. And if you got value from this show, chances are your community will too, right? In the particular lies the universal please share this link to the show with a friend or mention the show on social. That is a huge benefit for us and hopefully in exchange for providing value to you. I want you to know that I really appreciate your time, the attention, anything that you give to the show and the questions that you ask our guests either on social media or through my text community, all that is pure gold. This community, like any community, is a testament to that old phrase, a rising tide floats all boats. And by elevating one another, by sharing and resharing this show, the tidbits that you learn and the experiences you take away, all of that has a collective, massive positive impact on the world. So just a quick thank you. I appreciate all the effort you put into sharing this show. All right, that's a wrap. Let's put today's episode into practice and get back to growing together.